With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, it's your girl Cy Brown. Welcome to the Cy Brown Morning Show. I found out that once the show is starting, you know, I'm always typing and I, you know, posting stuff in the chat room, and I found out on the replay that it sounds a little uh, muffled and ruffled. So I'm sorry about that. We will be getting some new equipment this weekend, <laughs> so that way you won't even hear that. So we don't want you to hear all the background stuff that's happening here in the studio. But anyway, today is Friday, and welcome to the weekend. You know, on Fridays we always uh, have our big weekend and celebrity and entertainment reports, so that's what Fridays are all about right here on the Cy Brown Morning Show. We have a very special guest. Her name is Miss Latanya Kelly, right from the ATL. Today we are talking about why we are so obsessed with celebrities. I don't get it. Um, I was a publicist for years, and I will share it, you know, later on in the show. Most of you know that anyway, but I just don't... They are just like us, they sneeze, they have allergies, they stub their toe, but for some reason or another, we just want to know what their babies are doing. There's, I read a report yesterday that Kanye West has Kim Kardashian on some crazy new diet so she can fit into his new clothing line, and then I heard that the two of them are thinking about getting pregnant so that they can start a baby line to get, like, it's just it's just bizarre. And, and furthermore, I was in the grocery store this morning and saw where the cover of one of the gossip tabloids said, Tom Cruise abandons Surrey. She hasn't seen him in four days. And I'm like, this cannot be where we are as a people. It's just, it's just like, I, I just can't believe four days. Are you kidding? Four days? Are you kidding me? Anyway, I, but I guess it's just to sell magazines and sell publications and stuff like that. So, anyway, I'm going to bring my girl Latanya Kelly in on the show. Latanya, are you there with us right now? Yes, and, and not to get you, but it's Latanya. <laughs> oh, Latanya, sorry. I, I gotta, That's okay. It's spelled like Latanya, <laughs> so, right. It's spelled like Latanya, but, you know, once your, your listeners get to hear my voice, I'm more of a sunshiny disposition person, so Tanya is so much easier to remember. <laughs> well, you know what? I think I've joked about this. I think my grandmother is still angry at my mother for naming me Saida. Because it does not look like how you pronounce it. And every exactly. first, like, <laughs> week of school, I had to correct the teacher. So I think that that didn't help with me respecting authority because I was, like, seven years old telling the teacher, that's not how you say my name. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so he started out young. Oh, poor baby. <laughs> I know, right? 
<laughs> Just want to let everybody know the chat room is open. So if you have any questions, actually, hit us up in the chat room. Big shout-out to LaVon. Good morning, darling. I see you in the chat room already. Thank you for hanging out with us. Dave is uh, logging in right now. We just sent text messages. So big shout-out to our faithful listeners that tune in every day to the Cy Brown Morning Show. I want to get right into it. Why are we so obsessed with celebrities? Can you please help me out on this one? Well, I think the reason is because just like you stated, when you said all of the different stories, the tabloids and stuff that you just, you know, you just read within being in the grocery store or whatever, I think a lot of times everyone, their reality is so either warped or just a certain way that it's easier to look at somebody else's stuff. You know, I mean, even if it's it's crazy and as far-fetched as Kanye, whatever, we're talking about it. So from their standpoint, you know, and you know as a publicist, Mm -hmm. we're talking about them, that's exposure, they're happy. Um, in terms of the, the everyday person, we're like, okay, that is so ridiculous that it's entertainment. I mean, if you take it seriously, then, yeah, we might need to have another conversation and get a psychologist or somebody on board. <laughs> but, but at this point, it's like you said, that is ridiculous. I mean, when you talk about Tom Cruise's story, four days, I mean, come on now. In our community, some folks ain't seen their dad in how many years, let alone four days? Really? Um, yeah, right. And, and the fact that we're even discussing it, um, yeah, not so much. So I think that the reason that it's happening that way is because, um, and even every day with the reality shows, it's making everyday people celebrities. So I think some people are thinking, right. like, okay, if I do it as far as if I do something really crazy, that could be me too. And because even for me, like when I talk with my clients, you know, the people that are up and coming or whatever, and I explain to them the fact that social media really amps it up a notch because if they go somewhere like in Atlanta, and I, I don't know if you've ever gone to For Sisters Only, you're able to walk and touch and see these different celebrities. Like, okay, let's use Love and Hip Hop, for example. Mm-hmm. Everybody talk about how crazy that show was and they loved it. But they were able to get buy a ticket for fifteen dollars and be in the same room with these people. Take a picture, get on Facebook, get on Twitter, Instagram, tag folks in those pictures, and can you say that they didn't know those folks? Absolutely not. So to them, right. they are that much closer to being a celebrity themselves, and I think that's part of it. Well, I have to share this. That, that was one of the first things I noticed when I moved to Atlanta. Here in New York. Um, radio personalities or anybody that's a celebrity, it's like Fort Knox. You can't right. get to them unless you know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. Big mm-hmm. shout-out to Dee Dee Shocheta, who started out, um, you know, years ago in PR and has helped me over the years in promotion and PR with the Cyber Morning Show. When I moved to Atlanta, I moved to Atlanta with KRS-One as his assistant, okay. and I remember Dee Dee hand-holding me, taking me, to the radio station, and literally, we just walked up to the radio station. My mouth mm-hmm. fell to the floor. I'm like, yep. you, like New York, it is literally probably like trying to get into a prison. And wow. furthermore, when I did an event in Atlanta, the radio personalities were talking about my events mm-hmm. on the air. I'm like, in New York, we would have gotten sent an invoice. Like they don't, they just don't do that type of stuff. And I think you're right with Instagram. I'm on Instagram and I log in in the morning when I wake up and I see these pictures and everybody, I guess everybody wants to be a celebrity. Is that really what it is? Yes, I I, I believe so because in in a way, you know, before, before social media, before the internet, all that good stuff, you could only be a celebrity in your own mind. Now, between, like you said, the people being more accessible, 
people, heck, Photoshop, you don't even really have to be there. You can create the thing and put right. it out there like you are. So, I mean, I believe that to a certain extent, you know, everybody wants their own form of celebrity. Now, of course, a lot of women say, well, I don't want the bad stuff, but see, that's the thing. You have to be careful what you wish for because the good comes with the bad. You know what I mean? Right. You can't go out there and say, okay, well, I only want people to look at me when I'm looking flawless. No, boo-boo, they're going to see you in a hoodie and a suit too. You know what I mean? So and yep. I mean, I'm always telling my folks, camera ready, because you just never know. And like you said, in Atlanta, the thing I love about it is not only the fact that you know, a lot of them are more approachable. You can do a lot of things and, you you know, everything. You can pretty much go any and every event that somebody's going to be at. But the thing about it, too, is that they kind of respect it, too. Like, if you see people having breakfast or lunch or whatever, they're not going to, like, bomb rush you and do all the crazy stuff. And some, I mean, some will, but for the most part, they won't. Um, right. They'll just tag and say that, okay, I'm in the same place as whoever's here. Um, but I guess it is because of the fact that there's so many events and so many opportunities for you to be in the same room. A lot of them don't even need to be next to them. They just want to be able to see, guess what, I was there. Um, and, but have know, we I think gotten to that to point that. where we just want to be in the – like this trips me out, where we just want to be in the presence of a celebrity because now we've got people who are famous for, for just simply being famous. And for nothing, crazy. just because they who they are. That's crazy. That's crazy to me. But that's what's feeding the beast, I believe. I believe, like you just said, like what is it about the celebrity? I think because, like you said, if you sit back and you're, you know, you're the everyday girl and you're pretty and all that stuff, and you see Kim Kardashian, you're like, okay, she's not even doing anything. Like, what is she right. doing that's making her famous? Nothing. Right, right. <laughs> She's just doing her every day. And so if you're a young person, a young adult, let's say, you know, mid-20s or early 20s or whatever, you're in school or whatever you're aspiring to be, and you're looking at these people and you're like, okay, wait a minute. All she did was go shopping. Somebody <laughs> followed her. They posted it. Somebody liked the post, and, and bam. So I can do that too. But like you said, the sad part is that, they may no longer be looking after the careers that are something of substance, something that will really make a difference and an impact. And so now because they're just looking for that quick celebrity. So now that, to me, is a concern as a parent. And that, that's another thing, too. Let's even take it to the kids. I have, mm-hmm. you know, between the show and between, you know, just my career as a publicist and an agent and all that, I know a lot of celebrities. And one of my friends, a very popular R&B singer, mm-hmm. she said, you know, I was at our house having dinner one night, and our children were playing, and I remember she said to me, Saida, I can't even find a one-piece bathing suit for my daughter. Right, right. But if you, and I'm like, and I have two sons, so for me not to be able to find a one, like, it, it does, the stuff like that doesn't register to me. And right. she said, Saida, if you go in, all of these celebrities have children's lines, but they're yep. the skippiest, she's like, my daughter yep. is nine. Right. I don't want her wearing that. And I think we're trying to turn our children into little little celebrities, maybe. You see babies in the stroller with oh the my sunglasses. God. And what about, what is it, Tyler's and Tiara's? Girl, stop it, I say. Don't get me started on Honey <laughs> Bubble, please. Please. <laughs> but like oh you said, this is, this is them feeding the beast, though, because like you said, right. you can see that. And and the one thing that I, I hope to, you know, even by this conversation or, and even with this dialogue, is to get people to understand, it's not, it's what you do with the celebrity. Nobody's saying that right. you can't get out there and be famous. We're not saying that. Please don't misunderstand. What we're saying is what are you doing with the voice that you have? Nobody would knock Kim Kardashian if 
as long as she's doing this stuff over here, that she's also doing something over here, and it's genuine. Don't just show up at a homeless shelter on Thanksgiving. Do it consistently. Let people say that that's the person that you really are. But right now, all we can see is that you and Kanye are doing something, and each time you do something a little bit further out there to get, keep people talking. And that's I think that's what look. it is. I think that's, you know, and I want to talk to you about what you do for your clients, but I just want to give a big shout-out to everybody in the chat room. I see a lot of people in the chat room. If you can, create a username and passcode. That way I can see your name because you're just showing up as guests on my screen, and I would love to chat with all of you. Also, I see we have callers. We have a lot of callers, 706-312-678-917. If you want to speak with our guest, Latanya Kelly, celebrity publicist, today we're talking about why we're obsessed with celebrities. Feel free to hit number one on your dial, and I will pipe you into the conversation. Um, now, I want to ask you, Latanya, you just hit something right on the head about having a charitable component. Why is that so important for your clients and just for us in general? Because I feel like, okay, one, we all know in the industry, and it doesn't matter what industry you're in, I don't just do, you know, arts and entertainment. I have authors. I have designers. I have, you know, I love doing, working with all type of people because they all need exposure. So let's be clear with that. The mm-hmm. reason why it's so important to me and my clients is because everybody has to be well-rounded. There's going to be a time where you're going to slip up. There's going to be a time where you're going to have a hiccup. You're going to have a bad day you balance it out, then the people, it's, it's going to create better press because they'll say, you know what, they're human like me. When we talk about those A-listers and people that you always see one side, you always see either them as an artist and their talent side, which is cool, but at the same time, then everybody slips out and gets upset when they see that they're a man or a woman. However, right. if you have an issue like, you know, we know that next month is Domestic Violence Month. So say if I have a client and she's a female or even a male, if his family, somebody unfortunately has known or been touched by that, that issue at some point in their life. So my thing is whatever they're passionate about, we find a charitable or a nonprofit organization that we partner with so that mm-hmm. they can give that talent or whatever, and it's not monetary. It's your time. Because a lot mm-hmm. of times corporate sponsors will throw a check at it and keep it moving. No, mm-hmm. because in order for it to make a difference, you have to put your name, your talent, and your face into that organization. And that's why it's important to say, okay, what is it you're passionate about? Not my charity, yours, if it's about kids and anti-bullying, whatever mm-hmm. it is. So that way, further down the line, you have a show. Somebody nuts up on you and you got to go ham or whatever on Twitter. Well, see, mm-hmm. now we can fix that because guess what? As quick as that tweet goes up, we're pulling it down and we're reminding you that in October mm-hmm. we did a show for so-and-so, so-and-so, and so-and-so. Okay, we're not saying that you're all perfect, but at the same time you're not all bad either. Yeah, you know what? It basically goes to a, um, a, a pro, uh, ancient proverb that just says, dig your well before you're thirsty. I mean, exactly. that I just think is just good business. I, exactly. I, I totally agree with you. There has to be some type of philanthropic or charitable endeavor or something before you get to the point where you want to, to draw on public sentiment and exactly. you just have to because then it looks then it looks fake. But if you're right. always when you build the foundation, if you go in like, okay, we're gonna do both campaigns simultaneously. So just as hard as you gonna push that C D, that's as hard as you need to push that organization. So that when it right. does come up and then plus what they don't what I get them to understand is that you're building a well rounded fan base because okay, if you're a music, if you're an artist and kids are buying your CDs, well, it's better if the mom is supportive as well. Because in fact, mm-hmm. I remember when you came to my child's school, and not necessarily mm-hmm. that you performed, but you
you talk to them about being an artist. You talk to them about what mm-hmm. it is, how you, you know, how you are mentoring them. And it just makes it that much easier. So, again, like I said, when the fall does come, because, again, somebody's going to try you. Let's be real. Yep. You're going to have a bad, daggone day. It's just going to happen. But like I said, at that time, that person that may be torn between buying your CD and somebody else's is like, you know what, I feel that personal connection with him, so I'm going to go, okay, I'm going to support him because I know that at the end of the day, he really cares about this organization over here because he's consistently done that. He's not just doing it today because now he got a CD and, and he's falling off. And that's what I think a lot of the people forget, that they get up there and they're like, okay, well, we don't have to do that anymore. No, sir, mm-hmm. you got to work harder because everybody wants your spot. Yeah, and everybody's watching you. I, you know, I just mm-hmm. have, I, I'm a, I love politics, not the politicians, mm-hmm. but just the right. whole sport, <laughs> just the whole sport of it because it is a sport. Let's not let's be clear here. This is exactly. politics is a sport. But I was reading and watching, and I've been following this whole presidential election, right? Okay. And I remember when the Republican pool was seven, eight, nine people, and okay. one week they had. Romney up, then they had Palenti yep. up, and then they had Herman Cain up, and then they had Michelle Bachman up. And yep. one of the news talking heads said this. This whole Republican fiasco, and they were talking about, you know, the primary before Mitt Romney right. um, <coughs> loser was, is, is the nominee. Right, <laughs> um, right. Was that it was fueled by the media. Because yep. if the media went actually by poll numbers and, and facts and figures, it would not it would be boring. So right. what they would do is one week, oh Romney is up, oh Michelle Bachman just farted, oh Tim yeah, Lenny exactly. just stopped <laughs> you know, and it was crazy. Or, you know, this Sarah Palin may come in and she wore a white shirt while she was moose hunting, and now she's got blood on it. Where are all the exactly. gun activists? Exactly. Like it was, and so I think it is a self-fulfilling prophecy, just mm-hmm. as you said, because the media needs to keep us engaged. The exactly. celebrities need to stay in the media, and then yep. we're the pawns. The consumers are the pawns. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. And because like you, said, like, like you said, the stuff that we're talking about, the, the reason behind any of it, because, okay, like you said, you think about it, like, if I've just lost my job, if I have, you know, foreclosure, whatever my situation is, if that's where I find myself right now, just like they said, when people are in the during depression, movies, theaters always were okay, because mm-hmm. people need to take themselves out of their personal current reality to mm-hmm. find something that somebody else, it, it doesn't matter if it's misery in somebody else, I need to see somebody else's mess. <laughs> Because right, that right. my mess not be so bad, you know. So like you said, whether Kim Kardashian stubs her toe, whether you know Daisy and Beyonce, whatever, whatever, we are like drawn. To, and in fact, with social media, you get it that much quicker. You don't even yep. have to freaking wait for the 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 um the little weekly publications to come out anymore. Just go on Twitter. Oh, you got the you got the blogs, you got every kind of scenario that you can possibly. And then, like you said, then we create what we want to out of it. So you know, have a whole backstory on one tweet. <laughs> I find I have found out about like every celebrity's death through social media. Like right. all of a sudden, I'll see R.I.P. such and such, yep. and I'm like, who died yep. now? Or exactly. I'll log into Facebook, and if you see like the same person's picture over and over, you're like, oh god, yeah. they just died. you know, it it it, it has made traditional news outlets irrelevant, virtually exactly. irrelevant, and exactly. in the but. 
But a friend of mine, we had a very intellectual conversation, intellectually stimulating conversation around okay. the time I started this show in 2008. Okay. And he said to me, Saida, blogs and this Internet radio is dangerous. So I was, okay. you know, I, I went in. I'm like, don't what? tell me. Like, Wait a minute, this is what I'm going to do. This is what feeds my family. You know, this is right. blah, blah, blah. And I love, I blog. I have a, several niche blogs. Okay. And I blog all day. But the thing was this, and, and now looking back, I have to say he was a little bit right. Robert, you were right. Um, he said, Sai, there's no gatekeeper. We don't know what right. the intent or intention is of these people who are engaging in social media. There's no journalistic editing to it, and it's just blah, there it is. I exactly. censor myself. I'm self-censored censored because I don't want anybody to ever come back and say, Saida said, and it wasn't actually true or I didn't exactly. verify it. But there are a lot of people that just put stuff out there, particularly about celebrities, that may or may not be true. And then how does the celebrity do damage control once that's happened? Well, well here's, and here's the point of that. Here's the bigger issue, even before we address that, is with Twitter and with social media, sometimes the celebrities themselves are the saboteur. Because they get those emotional tweets, and then we got to fix it. Because, you know what I mean? Because you get angry and you see something and you go ham, and you're like, okay, now that's up. You know, and then, like you said, the blogs grab it, and it's gone. It's gone. And it makes my job hard because I'm like, all you had to do was call me. You know what I mean? Like, before you went up there and responded. So, for me and my clients, the thing of it is, is that is my domain. You know, I have, right. I'm really big on lanes, and I tell them, my lane is the lane that handles everything else. You are in the creative lane. Once you decide <laughs> to cross over into my lane, sweetheart, it's a collision, and somebody will get hurt. So right. please stay in your lane. I have no desire to get on a stage to sing, <laughs> hum, or rap, and you should have no desire to do what I do. Um, right. And for the most part, it's cool. But when you, like you said, when the celebrity gets to a certain status, then they want to just say what they want and then get angry after the fact. When you right. put it out there, it's gone. There's nothing you can do but try. But that's why I said the my approach makes sense because, like you said, if somebody puts something out there where they're calling everybody every name they could possibly think of, well, okay, oh, my God, we put it out there. Okay, well, then let's post up when you went into went to Africa or when you did this or when you right. did that. Let's, let's, so when the Google search comes, or when they try to search for that last tweet you did, guess what? It's so far down the chain that it's no longer an issue. Right. Well, you know what? Well, that's why people need responsible, sensible publicists like yourself. And I will share this with you. There are a lot of people out there posing as celebrity publicists, or I'm a, and they don't even have the chops to make it happen. I mean, I know some really good publicists who hone in, who have studied their craft, Mm-hmm. through crisis management, through, um, you know, potentially scandalous situations, and they're really, right. really good. But I think we're just at a place, and it's unfortunate, where everybody wants their 15 minutes. And I, so, I remember... At, at, at any cost, and the thing of it is, at any minute, by any means necessary. It, but, and that's the sad part, but I, I have just, to go it's back crazy. to... Mm-hmm. It's It's being fueled. Like, you know, I remember when TV shut off at 12 o'clock. Right. And maybe I'm dating myself, but honestly, but, it, but truthfully, it wasn't even that long. I'm 41, and I remember when I was a kid, like, you know, six, seven, eight years old, 
you would turn on the TV really early before Saturday morning cartoons came on, and it was just a flag waving with the Star Spangled Banner. But like you said, but see, here's the thing with that, and and like like your friend said, everything has is a dual sword because, like you said, okay, so say you go home and you cut off the TV, but then they got the internet. You get more information on the internet than you get on the, the TV. So, you know, because, like, again, Google is a powerful thing. If you want to find out, yeah. you Google it. You know, you want to find out who's doing what, Google it. And then, like you said, you have blog after blog after blog after blog. So, and not even just talking about that. It's just that's the way they want it out there. And when you go back to the original topic of, you know, why is it that everybody wants to be, I believe they do, and it's because, but they don't. They don't know that they don't mean to because everybody wants the fame, but they don't right. want what comes with that. They don't want to pay that cost because when you turn off the TV, even with the reality shows or whatever, you know, a lot of them, they, they think when they get into it, like, okay, this is going to be cool because I think I'm going to be able to control what they show about me. No, ma'am. Uh-uh. Because for the producers and the show, the people that put the concept together, as crazy as you want to get, that's what the, that's the part they want. And nobody's going to watch. Nobody's going to watch if you're just sitting. Remember the real world? Now, I'm dating myself. Remember the real world when it first came on and they were just sitting in the apartment? Yes, right? But just sitting but there in New York. In New York. They were just sitting there. You I know, remember. they might talk a little bit. Then they start adding the alcohol. Okay, yep. then they start getting real ham because everybody's drinking. Of course, when you add alcohol with young adults, what you think going to happen? It's gonna get it's gonna get messy, but that's what I was saying. Like, there's so many channels to fill with. You know, there's a thousand gazillion. Don't get Directv. Where now there's <laughs> five hundred million channels that they right. have to program twenty four hours a day. And I mean, just right. as a quick sidebar, I would love to know how OWN is going to continue because I'm a big supporter of the OWN, you know, right. network. But I just but even like if I can't you can't watch it. Here's the thing with that. Because if you notice lately, now before when when she when Oprah had her own show, um, it, it was a certain format. And notice lately, there have been a lot more artists on there um, because oh. again, the numbers. We, you and I both, know, at the end of the day, it's always about the numbers. So she had Rihanna on there. She's had Usher on there. You know what I mean? So. All her, her show is getting a little browner, too. Her, exactly. Her I was trying to be diplomatic. I really no, was. <laughs> no, I'm not. And I love Oprah. So if anybody from this I love Oprah and I love OWN. But I have actually said the same thing. There would be a point where you would never. She replayed her interview with 50 Cent like three Sundays in a row. Then wow. she's got Rihanna. Then she's got yep. Usher. Usher, I'm yep. like, and now, oh, and now and listen, hold on, and this, is really, and this is really what's going to get you that, that you know that you know is when she put Evelyn on, uh, what's her name, show? Beyondla. <gasps> yes, yeah. yes, yes, So you already know it's about the numbers. That's Like you said, she's, she's in, they are in survival mode right now. And if yeah, they are. Things, if she thought she could get Jocelyn from um, Hip Hop Atlanta, what? You can't believe she wouldn't do it? Yes, she would. Because yeah, the numbers and are ridiculous. And it's crazy because, like you said, what happened to the substance? What happened to sticking to what it is? But she can't eat with that. And she and her here telling her, look, you, whatever the food, when we first came on, we can't afford to do that. We have to go that way. And I but now, that. but now because it wasn't balanced in the beginning, our community is like, hold up now, hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> and, and honestly, that's how I felt. That that's how mm-hmm. I feel now. Watch, and I love you know when she does 
Bono and John Travolta, and I, I love it. But I, it's it's blatantly obvious now that exactly. It's, but it, but and that, because, like you said, there's no there's no diversity. You're not mixing them anymore. You just straight brown. You just straight. Right, but even with even with that, I think it just feeds. It continues to feed the beast on yep. our obsession with celebrities. You know, she does have some insightful people, but at the end of the day, it goes back to these are pop celebrities. So, before we run out of time, I, I just want to say I've had the pleasure, everyone. You're listening to Miss Latanya O'Kelly, who's a celebrity publicist in Atlanta, who called in today to talk about our obsession. Latanya, tell everybody how they can find you um, and possibly be your client if you want to celebritize your brand. <laughs> well, hi, well, thank you so much. My name is Latanya O'Kelly. I'm the O'Kelly Factor. I'm on Facebook, the O'Kelly Factor. You can find me on Twitter at the O'Kelly Factor. I also have Instagram, um, the same the same handle at the O'Kelly Factor. Um, LinkedIn, all the all the all the social media that we talked about um, is how I'm plugged in. And what I what I like to do is, is explain a little bit. Um, I do do the traditional um, way that publishers handle it in terms of press releases and different things like that. However, as we stated today, you have to you have to know a niche and kind of tweak it as things grow. And I realize that social media is huge, um, so I do a lot with that. And I also do events. I like to take clients, and I don't like I stated before. I don't just do you know entertainment people. I do authors. I have um, a stylist that is with Mazzani. I do everybody that needs global exposure for their brand. Um, and please understand, if you do contact me or talk to me, it is about well-roundedness. I'm not going to just take you on your side of your talent because, yes, that's what you do, but that's not only who you are. And it's important that people see you as a well-rounded individual because that way you'll get fans and, and people in your in your circle that want to be part of, a part of growing your brand and Thing in terms of because everybody has something that they're passionate about, whether it's, you know, unfortunately if somebody that you know is you know, stricken with cancer or any kind of, you know, if you want to just um, mentor youth, that's what you do. But it's also that, you know, whether you call me or not, just kind of think of it in different terms now that as a artist or whatever, or whatever your uh, industry is, that you need to balance it out. Because, again, there will be bad days. There will be days where you were not at your best. And you don't want that to be the last thing that they remember about you. I I I just say my name is Saida Brown and I approve that message. <laughs> That's the only thing I can say to that because you you are spot on. Thank you, my darling. Just know that you and your clients have an open invitation to come on the Side Brown Morning Show. Well, thank you, I will I have so enjoyed it and I just want to say <laughs> that um Thank you, Mr. Derek Hayes, um, for making the connection. He is an awesome, awesome guy. Oh, I love him. Um, and he is always looking out on both ends. And um, and just, again, everybody, just, you know, everybody wants that little split second, but just be careful what you wish for because guess what? You just might get it. Oh, amen. And on that note, always remember that we shall pass through this world but once. Any good, therefore, that we can do or any kindness that we can show to any human being, let us do it now. Let us not defer or neglect it, for we shall not pass this way again. I love you all for listening, and I'll see you on Monday. Thank you.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.